here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Bloemfontein. Welcome back. Buying a car can be such an exciting experience. I think if you have the budget, <laughs> it's more exciting than uh, for others, I suppose, if you have a little bit of extra cash to spend. But maybe you're buying a vehicle uh, for your uh, child who's just graduated and you need a nice starter package for them. Or you're looking at upgrading your vehicle. Or perhaps you're just getting a vehicle for the sake of getting a vehicle. Whatever your reasons are, it's uh, not just about the adrenaline rush of getting new wheels. Uh, it's not about the speed speed and the look of the vehicle alone. It's also about safety, right? Also the demand for the vehicle on the black market because look, theft is real. So you want to make sure that you're getting a vehicle that's not going to be taken from you uh, at every corner. Also the resale value. Those are some of the things that you look into when you purchase a vehicle. There is a whole science to it um, and that we should consider before you sign on the dotted line. Lucky for us, uh, finance consultant and enterprise developer at TM Group at Debo Mafodi knows all about that. He's also so a self-proclaimed car enthusiast, as I said. I think that's, that's, that's code for I buy too many cars and I have a problem. <laughs> but we'll accept it for now. Welcome back to the show, Dev Zangwana. I'm good in you, eh? Uh, good, good. Thank you. No, thank, thank you so you much for, for coming through. Again, eh? Look, if you have any questions, I must also invite questions and comments uh, from the listeners. If you have any contribution to the show, you're more than welcome to give us a call. The line is 0891-104-207. The SMS, 40938. Remember, the SMS is a charge. One brand fifty. Our WhatsApp line is zero six one four one zero four one zero seven, and we're on Twitter at SAFM Radio. All right, now that we've got the terms and conditions out of the way, Debza, which is the best platform to buy vehicles? I'll tell you why I asked this because mm. there's so many online trading assistants of vehicle purchasing things. They advertise. They say they come to you, uh, they evaluate your car, and then they put it online and people bid for it. So there's that. But there are also auctions that people you know attend and they want to buy vehicles by auction. Then there are also the secondhand uh, places that we can go to, and then of course there's the dealership. Of the different categories where we can purchase vehicle, in your opinion, what's the best? Okay. I think another best is private sale. As in person to person? <laughs> person to person. Why? And let me tell you why. I think because half of the time, um, those are motivated sellers. Um, those are people sometimes they're selling because it's not like they want to sell, but they're forced to sell. Someone else is selling because he's running out of a job or can no longer afford to pay this installment. Or somebody's selling because, um, you know, they're moving somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So they're sitting with this liability that they want to get rid of. So you actually helping them get it uh, off their hands. And you're in a better position to negotiate. You're in a better position to negotiate. And sometimes you find that um, in a private sale, um, it's not somebody that is out there to get you. Because the reality is some of these salespeople that you find in some of these companies, um, they're out there to get you. They're there to chase a sale. Mm-hmm. So that's why right, sometimes they would not look at your best interest as to what you want to get out of this car. They'd look at how much are you affording. So sometimes they'll take a car that is expensive that you cannot afford, but structure a deal that you'll be able to afford it on a month-to-month base. Then after a couple of years, when you need to be completing this car, you, know, you realize that there's a balloon structure that yeah, is fit no, into it. I learned the balloon payment system the <laughs> hard way yes. several years ago. No, but where do you then find private uh, sellers or people who sell their vehicles privately? Um, because it's not like every one of us knows someone who's trying to sell a vehicle. That's true. Um, I mean, uh, these, these days, I mean, everyone is going on social media 
media. Um, social media, I think it's the best place to, to find some of these, um, your OLX, your Gumtree. There's a couple of online platforms where you could really, I mean, even with these, some of these car websites, um, yeah. you know, that um, you could actually find um, somebody that, that, that is actually selling. Are they safe? Because, you know, you hear stories. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think in, 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 every, in every sale or that you do, whether you're doing it with a dealership, whether you're doing it privately or whether you're doing it in auction, mm-hmm. everything, there's pros and cons. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's why it's important to, to protect yourself. I think if you're going to, um, you know, buy from somebody uh, privately, it's important to definitely uh, meet at the public place. Okay. So that you know that, um, you know, what you're not being lured somewhere, there's security there, there's everything, anything that happens to you, then you'd be able to, um, for somebody will be able to, to witness that. Mm-hmm. And two, I always say, if ever you do not have experience in terms of buying cars or having had a car before, it's important to go there with somebody that is experienced, whether it's a mechanic, whether it's somebody that has had a couple of cars in his life, mm-hmm. um, or some, and a reality is every sales every salesperson. Let me tell you, their dream customer, their dream client, it's a woman. So <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, because because even with normal t- a car dealership, whether it's buying a car or servicing a car, the reality is people always take advantage of women. Because there's certain things that you wouldn't check. There's certain things that, you know, you take for granted. Yeah. There's certain things, questions that you wouldn't ask. Whereas in me, in my capacity as a man, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm, you know, I know some of these things. I'll ask the relevant question and whatever. And reality is, it's no, not teachers, only... teachers, teachers to also it's, know it's, how to ask it's, the relevant It's not question. only as well as five men, because there's men that have been taken advantage yeah. of as well. I've been taken advantage of as well myself. So that's why it's important either get a mechanic or somebody that, um, you know, is clued up about cars. Even if maybe you need to pay them uh, 300 rands or yeah. even 500 to say, please come, come with, with me, me and whatever. Yeah, no, you might see that it costs you uh, to pay this person for their time to come there, mm. but it actually saves you a lot of thousands. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you need to check, especially if it's a second-hand vehicle? Because you must teach us those things. You know, you're quite right. I mean, mm. also when you're building or mm. extending your property That's true. and you're a woman, mm. they will take you for a ride. They do, they They'll give you do. a quote of X amount <laughs> and then Baba Anwut, you know, this one doesn't quite know what she's doing. Mm. Then there are always things that crawl out of the woodwork that they tell you, oh, you need to do this, you need to mm. do that. So with purchasing a vehicle, what are some of the, 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 the checks that you need to, to, to make sure? So do you open the bonnet and see okay. the engine? <laughs> do you ask for the serial number? I don't know. Okay. What do we do? So, so um, I mean, I mean, uh, let me make an example. Um, it, it's something. There's nothing as interesting. I remember a couple of friends of mine. Uh, this friend of mine came with a new car, bought it from a reputable dealership. Listen, a dealership, um, not even these, you know, um, car shops. And they were celebrating. And the minute they came to uh, show me this car, um, I already saw mistakes. The, to start off, the paint job of the work, of the car was wrong. It was a two tone. The front, um, the uh, the front uh, door was a different color and another door so it had been an accident yes so it had different shades of the same paint so now you already see okay being two-tone two things either this door was repainted or this door was um you know uh, was replaced Mm -hmm. so because there was an accident and you find some of the time these cars are are two tones so that's why it's important do not look at the car at night look at the car during the day do not look at the car when it has rained because you might not even see the scratches but when you look at that uh, that car normal daylight uh, especially using sun reflection you're able to see the scratches Mm -hmm. um, even on the car you look at the paint job first 
first. Um, it's very important to uh, walk around the car, check if ever there's um, scratches. There's unmanageable scratches, and there are scratches that are just the scratches that are created by dust. Mm-hmm. You know, the scratches that are created by because somebody scratched this car or anything of that kind. It's important to to know that. And another thing, defects on the car. You know, simple thing. You know, where you put up the key. Mm-hmm. Um, the lock, you'd see that uh, the, there's defect. If this that thing was tempered, it, you'd see. Or sometimes you'd find, hold this car, it's got two keys. One key is for the ignition, another key is for the doors. Or it's for that particular door. Ah, <laughs> then you know something's been replaced here. Yeah. Then you know that something is being replaced. And you ask you ask these things. And another thing, you take a five-friend coin, you go to the tire, you put in the five-friend coin um, in between the tires. So, because according to law, there's supposed to be about a three-inch allow- um, millimeter allowance um, for those tires, if ever. You know you know that you need to replace tires mm-hmm. or where else. Because um, obviously, these are the things that you need to pre-plan when you buy a car. The problem with us, we're just very quick to go, I want this we car. We want the photo of the ribbon, yes, you know? Yes. Yeah. And and some cars, let me be honest to, with you, they look very good on the outside. The paint mm. job is proper, the tires are, and with these dealers, they know, you know, a max, it's like somebody putting a nice shoe. It changes the entire tire. Yeah. So the same goes to a car. Then that's where you over, you need to open up um, that car bonnet. Yeah. You look underneath the car, is there any water leakages? Is any oil leakages? Mm-hmm. Um, on this car, do you understand? If ever it has just been washed, you will see obviously with the wetness um, of the car. But obviously, with with um, any leakages, you're able to see in terms of um, the leakages. And right now, you get the person to start the car, and you open up uh, the the water bottle, and you see the circulation of the water. I think that thing speaks a lot. Um, so when you open the water bottle, how is it supposed to circulate? Okay, right now you'd f- you'd find some because uh, the water bottle um, it needs to like literally circulate clockwise. Okay. So you might find sometimes um, you've actually opened up um, the cup of this water; it's not circulating. I've never actually even opened up that water <laughs> thing in my life. Yes, it's, okay. It, it's not it's not circulating. Okay. And right now, I mean, a, a, a healthy a mechanical car and um, water needs to circulate. Okay. You know, and that's why you. Is this f- while the car is running? While the car is running. Okay. You know, and another thing, obvious as well, you let it run for some time, even if I mean, you can get get to, get him to start it while you're looking around the car. Let the car be idling. Okay. Then from there, you also look at the gauge, and then it will tell you the, whether this car has got a temperature problem. Or this car, because um, some cars you might find or they or got in overheating problems. So it means every petrol station you see, you need to stop to actually put up water mm. on this car. Mm. And those are things that you're not going to experience or know at face value. No, only definitely. once you start driving you, the vehicle. Yes. So that's why right now, uh, you know, the the pre um, the pre sale checks um, are very important. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these are some of the things that the simple things that I'm letting you know that that you could actually check by yourself before you even do anything. Because those are the things that will as well influence uh, your negotiation on the car. Yeah. Yeah. OK, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I also want to speak about, um, you know, how, how to check the resale value of the vehicle or even if we must be concerned with such things or you just be excited about the fact that you have a car. It is now uh, 19 minutes to two. Call Ayanda now. Now. 0891-104-207. All right, let's continue our life economics section here on Life Happens. We're focusing on car buying, the do's and don'ts. Now, very quickly, Tabo, 
Um, talk to us about determining a car's resale value because you want to be able to, you know, some of us buy cars and then in five years, etc., you want to trade it in or upgrade it, etc. Is it important for you to know what the this car's value is and what it will likely be in the next few years? Yes, it's very important. Um, I think the the one thing that that um, reality is we one thing that we must educate our people. You look for good deals, and right now looking for a good deal, it goes with doing research. You do not buy the first car you come across. I think it's this, that's the thing that we need to put out there. So mm-hmm. right now, once you've established as to what you need a car, then the next thing that you need to, to establish, what car do you need? Mm-hmm. So months or weeks in advance before you actually become in front of the car. Because the, the most dangerous thing that you could do is to establish that in front of a salesperson. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, because they'll try and convince you to buy the particular one that they have in mind yes. for you. Yes. Yeah. So, and right now, obviously, the, the thing that you've said um, you know, earlier on before, to say there's more to owning a car than just having a car. I, and right now, I think the, the mindset that we have as South Africans, we love looking successful, not be successful. Mm. And right now, we've got this perception that uh, people would determine our value based on the car that we drive. Mm-hmm. I always say I can drive um, in Uno, for instance, but you must see where this Uno sleeps or where this Uno parks. Yeah, but you know, somebody else might say, if I'm going to go at the level of CEO and start negotiating uh, with people of that caliber, when we walk out and shake hands and say, see you next week, <laughs> I must be seen to also be at their level. True, true. And and, and I think that that's, that's where it's wrong. And it's what puts people under pressure. Yeah. And half of the time you see people as well that always are going home, got December. So they always want to be going home with a new car or that's why others go to an extent of even renting a car. Mm-hmm. You know, so but I mean, coming back to the question at hand as to it's important to know the value of the car. So I mean, what I used um, personally, I use different platforms, um, online platforms. Um, even if you could Google um, South Africa value a car, mm-hmm. there's different websites. Obviously, I cannot mention uh, uh, companies because mm-hmm. they're not paying us to speak about them. Mm-hmm. So where you it actually gives you the details, you can be able to populate or put it in the detail, the model of the car, the make of the yeah. car, the condition of the car, and the service. Um, plan of the car, whether is it an under-service plan or what mm-hmm. um, is it ran out of service plan, those things. And already it gives an estimation value of the book value okay. and the, uh, the trading value. So there's the book value, there's the trade value. So half of the time you'll find that with dealerships that want to sell you below book value mm-hmm. because obviously they are still intending to make money out of that particular car. So what is the difference between book value and trade-in value? Yeah, trade value. Yeah, trade okay. value. A, a, a book value, um, it's what um, the uh, the car is normally valued at. Okay. Um, you know, by from, from, from a dealership uh, point of view or for them to sell the car. So then the trade value, it's what you'd normally buy the car for in the market. Okay. Yes. Okay. So right now, the, the only the funniest thing that 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 I always find fascinating is how other people would go to an auction with a point of trying to buy below market, but because of ego, they find themselves buying a car at an auction more than the book value, more than the trade value. Mm. Then it's like, what's the point? What are you doing there? So you need to go in ahead of time, sort of, sort of check the specs of the vehicle, yes. and then afterwards determine yeah. what the value is and how much you're willing to pay for it. And yeah. if they outbid you there, just be strong and no, move on. No, just be strong and move on. Yeah. So for me, that's why it's easier if ever you know what car you want uh, prior mm-hmm. and you know in terms of the affordability to say after you've paid this 5,000 installment of this car, there's still insurance. Most likely you're able to get a, a quotation already to say 
um, insurance company or website, whatever you populate that card, it gives you different insurance codes to say right now you're most likely to pay this much uh, on this car um, for for whatever reason. Yeah. And another thing that influences the, that price as well is whether you're first-time buyer, whether you've had cars before, and it's as well influenced by where you stay. You stay in the township, high risk. Exactly. You stay, yeah. <laughs> you know, and where's the car? Um, so is it sitting uh, under a shelter? Is it sitting in the garage? Because right now in South Africa, we've got uh, storm problems as well. Mm. That sometimes you find the neutral causes uh, would you know make um, the the insurance go hard yeah. on this car. The maintenance of the car as well. These are some of the things that we need to factor in to say, is it still under motor plan? Uh, does it still have warranty on the car? Or these are the things that should you face any mechanical problems, it's all going to come out of your pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard, and I don't know how true that uh, this is, that even the color of the car mm. influences how much you pay for insurance. That red, uh, if you have a red car, you're <laughs> going to pay slightly more insurance than perhaps if you bought the same car, but it was white. Mm. Um, so red or even black. Really? Cause, yeah, because these are the cars that uh, even with the color, you're able... They collect scratches quickly. Okay. So that's why right now with certain uh, car dealerships, when we go buy a car, they would ask you if ever you want a wrap around the car. So, um, and maybe you'd pay about an additional seven grand, then I'd go half wrap. Half wrap is they would maybe cover the, 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 the bumpers, they would cover the doors, they mm-hmm. would cover you know, the mirror, the, the places that are most likely to attract, um, you know, the, the scratches on the car. So when you're selling a car, somebody could actually buy it with that, or they could simply just remove that um, wrap mm. plastic. Uh, onto the car when with your you might not be able to see that unless you're really close to the car okay and you actually feel it with your finger that then this car is actually wrapped yeah. yeah but i thought i mean i thought it was because people who drive red cars are just like hot-blooded and they are likely to be dangerous on the road <laughs> no no, <laughs> no no okay yeah okay. it's it's mainly it's mainly for the protection of of the paint job and scratches on the car i see yeah. i see now let's talk a little bit about when you decide to pay off your car you know i don't know if it's just murphy's law or as luck would have it just as you finish paying off a car, that's when you start seeing, you know, problems with this vehicle. It starts breaking down. It starts wearing down. Is it designed such that they know that you pay off this car, you know, over five years mm-hmm. and and in five years is where the, the breakdowns start to happen. That's mm-hmm. when your warranty lapses and then things fall Motor apart. Plan ends as well. <laughs> Motor pl- plan ends. Is that deliberate? Um, it is. It is. Um, it is de- deliberate. One and two. It's because remember that the thing is an object, so it's bound to break at some point. But right when you've paid it off, that's the sad part, and that's the business model, unfortunately, of wow. of, of vehicles to say, um, you know, that's how it's actually built into. And right now, it's interesting how where you do not need the motor plane, that's where you have it, mm-hmm. and where you need it the most, you know, <laughs> that's where it actually runs out. But I mean, we must give credit. There's a couple of companies out there that uh, give an option to actually extend um, you know the the motor plan uh, of the car especially in second hand or you could even buy a second hand car and even put it onto a particular motor plan so it actually um, works to to one's advantage all right let's take a quick break we'll continue this conversation in just a moment SAFM leading the conversation 
out of the mouths of babes. Let's hear what the little ones have to say about purchasing a vehicle. You'll know if you're a parent that if you've bought a new car, the kids are first to exclaim their excitement or proclaim their disappointment. They're the first ones to tell you what they like and what they don't like. Sometimes they know vehicles more than we adults do. I know my boys know a lot more about cars than I do. So let's hear from the little ones for about three minutes or so and then continue our life economics conversation, buying a vehicle 101. Oh, won't they just absolutely adorable yeah the most important thing about the vehicle whatever your mom or dad drives is that they buckle up and make sure that you arrive alive at your destination safety first i love the fact that i mean a lot of kids i wasn't counting so i don't know exactly how many but a lot of them said they like bmws but it brings to mind then the question of you know um how popular a vehicle is and how popular a vehicle is on the black market. That's one thing I see when I see a lot of people posting about, oh, I just bought this car, I just bought that car. And when they buy like a vrpa, I sort of say a silent prayer for them in my heart. (laughs) Father, please, may you just protect this one and their vehicle because I know they're in demand. True. Yeah. True. I mean, it is it is in demand. That's why you find people pressurizing themselves to buy things or cars they do not afford to Mm. impress people they do not even like. Mm, mm. So it's a major problem. So when you look at a vehicle, you know, is 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 it a factor for you when you think how many people might want to have it? I know my dad wanted a particular car because he says there is nobody who's going to want to steal this vehicle. It's uh, one of the lesser known brands in South Africa. Um, the safety measures are, are you know are, are quite extensive, such that I mean. Number one, it's not in demand. Number two, if you were to try and steal it, it's not as easy as, as perhaps just putting a key in and opening or jamming the signal. So is it important for us, especially in this country, to look at the safety of a vehicle or security and whether or not it's in demand um, by those who steal vehicles? No, it is very important. I always say <laughs> choose your problems and choose your battles. Because, <laughs> um, you know, reality is some cars... Um, they attract um, criminals. Mm. So obviously you need to know if ever your security is not in check or you know that some of the places that you go through, they shade or, you know, you like going out and having a good time. The last, the one thing that you don't want to do is come out and you find that your car is vanished. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with your father because um, I know that there's a point where um, I was trading in one of the big batch car. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted um, a, almost an upper version of that car. And, you know, there was a similar car being a foreign brand mm-hmm. um, that is in South Africa. It's a quite a known brand as well. So, but um, it was 300,000 cheaper. And this car was giving more value than the major, major brand was. Sure. So, and, and it was like, which one do I go for? I went for the 300,000 cheaper. Uh-huh. Um, but let me tell you, I had more luxury than that, you know, of the car. You realize that side, I was going to pay 300000 extra for a badge. Sure. So that's why you need, it's important to understand what is it that you're buying. Are you buying a car or are you buying a lifestyle? Because mm. it gets to a point where, you know, today, right now at the level that I'm at, it's no longer about a car being a basic need. Right now it's about a lifestyle. But right. if, besides that, um, you lo- you definitely need to look and chase for a car. Yeah. And right now, as much as, unfortunately, the transportation system of our country, it's not as much um, advanced as of other countries. Please do not rush to buy a car. Yeah, that's why I mean right now. Uh, I'll make an example. People created um, so much hype. I posted, I think last week, if not last week, last week, I said if ever you earn eight thousand and less, you've got no problem. You've got no business buying car. Use public transport, um, and less obviously you're saving up. Yeah. To actually buying um, that particular car. And I gave different salary brackets as to what car you should be buying if you're earning this much, and <laughs> it really created hype.
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I have a feeling that some people will, may not have been pleased with what you have to say. No, but, definitely. But very quickly, so we've been talking about um, used vehicles. If you're buying a brand new vehicle mm-hmm. um, and not a used vehicle, quick tips in about 30 seconds. Okay. If you're buying um, a new vehicle, make sure that you get it from the dealer itself, mm-hmm. um, not from an agency um, dealer or anything of that kind. So and another thing what's important, decide whether you want brand new in zero zero on the clock mm-hmm. or you one demo. Half of the time, I've mainly bought demos, um, or I've bought, um, you know, almost like a brand new second hand. So, because you find that with um, some of the demos, it's a it's a brand new car, but these salespeople were using it, mm-hmm. so it's still very low on mileage. And you might find that you've got about an eighty to two hundred thousand save because that person used it first. So, but it's still technically a new car. Yeah. So you know, it's it's definitely something that is important that you add, and more than anything.